Welcome back to Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Guy Cipriano. We're at the Golf Industry Show and we're at day one of the uh, trade show and excitement is building. It's early in the morning and we're with Jeremy Wishart from the Propane Education and Research Council and we're going to talk a little about propane's development in the golf industry. First off, Jeremy, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You've been experimenting with some golf equipment for the last few years right now. Where are you at in the development of that and what message are you trying to get across here at GIS? So really what it comes down to is we've got some great products that are already out there through companies like R&R Products. Uh, we have a great fuel, but really we're still in that kind of building awareness, educating superintendents, course owners uh, about what's available to them and really kind of opening up their horizon. Uh, it's not just about turf maintenance equipment, but it also goes to clubhouse operations and, and various other applications on their site. So uh, kind of building that awareness and education is really what our main focus is here right now. Involved in a demo program, eight golf courses, I believe, have used the equipment. How, how is that going, and what are some of the early results and returns you're seeing? Absolutely. So we're about a year and a half into this uh, demonstration program. We had eight courses, uh, three Marriott golf courses, three Billy Casper golf courses, and then a military course and a municipal course. Uh, really what it was all intended to do was we knew we had a great fuel. We had some new equipment on the market through R&R products. Uh, we partnered with Audubon International to really kind of place the equipment out there and really walk the walk before we talked the talk. We, we knew we had a great story to tell, but we really needed some real-world experience and real-world data. Uh, as I said, we're about a year and a half into it. Uh, we've got some great data coming out of the first four courses that we placed that just ended. We're looking to end the next four courses as we roll through this summer. So kind of Q4, September, October, November, December, we'll be wrapping up. Um, the data that we've seen so far uh, is anywhere from a 30 to a 50% cost reduction on fuel cost alone. Uh, that's enormous. That's money that a superintendent or a course can take and put into other areas where the budget might be stressed even more. Um, certainly the emissions reductions uh, are another huge piece of it. Um, the kind of the early results that we've seen are about a 15% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, that's huge from an overall standpoint of the site emissions reductions. Uh, and certainly, because we know that the, this is kind of the quote unquote original green industry, uh, it's all about the, pre the presentation, uh, it's all about the perception in their neighborhood. That's really what we're trying to push and learn through the demo program and then build that into a messaging and marketing platform going forward. What's the biggest challenge right now? Is it, is it educating people in the golf industry about it or is it the fact that fuel prices are, are so low? What are some of the challenges maybe you're, you're facing in the early stages of this development? So it's really a bit of both. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're still very much a, in our infancy stage of building propane awareness, especially on the turf side, the turf maintenance side. Uh, a lot of golf courses, even though they probably don't realize it, either already use propane or have used propane in the past in their clubhouse operations, uh, whether that was for cooking, uh, heating, uh, you name it. Those applications uh, are kind of behind the scenes. Get out in front of it and, and more visible with the turf application. There's a lot of education that needs to happen. So that's part of the reason why we did the demo program. Um, the gas prices that we're seeing right now, the low gas and diesel prices, uh, what I like to remind people is with those reductions in the gas prices, propane prices have also come down. Um, propane prices have also come down substantially, both wholesale and retail market. Uh, so certainly educating and keeping the push forward about that propane pricing reduction uh, to, to really show that 
we're very competitive, we have a great fuel, and, and really kind of tell our story the way we want it to be told, so. We've heard a few presentations here at GIS already about about zero waste and energy savings, especially here in California. Is that is that where you f feel like there's a lot of curiosity in in this industry, especially on this part of the country? Absolutely, that's kind yeah. of one of the one of the hallmarks of what we're trying to do, and, and that emissions reduction story, um, that total cost of operation story, and that goes every that goes all the way through everything to maintenance. Uh, when you can reduce your maintenance, that reduces your uh, waste output. Um, Certainly, that's a that's a huge part of the story that's going on in this market right now. It's a huge part of our story that we're trying to bring forward, uh, and it's something that we don't necessarily see in other markets, where they're completely driven by cost reductions of the fuel. Uh, here, it's kind of a two-part cost reduction and and the environmental angle as well. You're truly going into this with a long-term view, right? This isn't something where you know. When people show up at GIS in 2017 in Orlando, there's going to be propane equipment all over the place. This is really a long view you guys have taken, right? Absolutely. Well, yeah. I would I would love to see every yeah. manufacturer have propane equipment. We really realize that we're in this for the long haul. Um, like I said earlier, we're still in the infancy of, of development. We've got great engines, Kubota engines, uh, Briggs and Stratton engines, Kohler engines. We've got great products on R and R. But we don't want to just stop there. We really want to introduce and bring along other manufacturers, uh, bring along other equipment opportunities, uh, and really stick around and, and show the superintendent that the ROI is there on the long term, not just on the short term against tier four equipment, diesel equipment. Let's say a superintendent randomly makes it to your booth during GIS, what, what do you want him or her leaving thinking? That the opportunity in terms of cost reduction environmental reductions, emissions reductions, and the ease of use of propane is something that they can actually put to use on their course today. It's not something that's five years out, ten years out, uh, that you may see with other battery technologies or, or other alt fuel technology. It's something that's ready to go today. Uh, we've got the backstories. Uh, we've got great input from the superintendents we've been working with on the demo sites for now. Um, we've got a great story to tell and we can really help them meet their budget restriction needs, and also site emissions reductions. Jeremy, thanks for joining us. And where can people go to learn, learn more about what's going on with PERC? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, any more information that anyone wants to know, we have at www.propane.com. Uh, we have a wealth of information across many markets, and I would encourage everyone to visit there. Well, thanks a lot. And ha have a great show. Absolutely. Thank you. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media. I've been your host, Guy Cipriano. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page of golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.